Hello and welcome to another episode of In Another World, a pop culture podcast. I am your host, Zachary Landolt, and I am so excited to welcome you to another edition of Film Fridays. And you have reached the last edition into our Nightmare on Elm Street series. Today we are talking about the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, (sighs) created by Mr. Michael Bay uh, back in the day. Starring future star um, Rooney Mara. It's kind of odd to be ending on this film because we've had so much fun. Um, But it was still a lot of um, fun to dissect with Devin. But it was just not the most wacky. It was definitely the old franchise, but without any of the humor. So what are you going to do? But, you know, we're done with our Elm Street series. I know me and Devin are going to be reuniting later in the summer for another horror franchise series. So you will be seeing Miss Devin around here again in the future. Do not worry. And next week, I am having a returning guest to the podcast, uh, Tom Cornell, one of the hosts of the podcast, Rec Collect. And Tom is going to be dropping by to talk about one of my favorite, I would still call it a modern horror classic, but it is the Darren Aronofsky film from 2010, Black Swan, starring, of course, Natalie Portman, Mila Kunis, Winona Ryder. It's a great cast. Barbara Hershey, I I can't even. Um, But we're going to have a ton of fun. I cannot wait to reunite with Tom on the show. I've been trying to get Tom back on the show for such a long time. And finally, we're done with Freddy Krueger for a little bit. And so he was able to sashay in here for a little while. But without wasting any more time, why don't we get into the topic of this week, which is still Freddy Krueger. And before we go into the conversation about this very, very interesting film, let's listen to the trailer for the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Hello? Anyone here? Hello? If you keep falling asleep, they're gonna kick you out of here. Sorry. I had another nightmare last night. I can't tell what's real anymore. Is there anybody else out there that this is happening to? Every time that I dream, there's always this man. That's his mark, isn't it? Freddy. Oh my god, you've seen him too. Who are you? Remember me. It's me, it's you, it's Dean, it's Jesse, Chris. He's in all of our heads, Nancy. We gotta stop this. How? Don't fall asleep. I haven't slept in three days. We're running out of time. At the 70 hour mark, the insomniac will begin to experience micro naps. Means you're dreaming, but you don't know it. Even if you're awake.
No, just me. something that'll put you right to sleep. No, 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 no. This might sting a bit. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Film Fridays, and we have reached the end of our Elm Street franchise. Uh, for Devin, it was a rewatch. For me, it was a, ooh, let's check this out for the first time. And we're ending off with a doozy. And I am joined to muck through this Michael Bay created disaster with Devin Ray. Hi, everyone. <laughs> okay, so I didn't know he was attached to this, and so when I when I was looking up just like the details before I watched it, I scrolled down, saw it produced by Michael Bay. I went, oh no. Yeah, I it's in the incredibly long, incredibly 2010s opening credits. Uh, oh. Oh. I caught I caught Michael Bay, and I was like, how dare you <laughs> okay uh, not to like start with like the first thing in the movie but the credits were really weird because it was like it was like double text for everything because it would be like you know produced by michael bay but then you would see like chalk underneath it on sidewalk like produced by michael bay and i'm like what's what, what's going on here like why didn't you just do the chalk like it was it was I don't understand a like, single goddamn thing. No, like, I mean, like, I mean, maybe they did just do it in chalk, but then they took it to Some someone higher up, and they were like, "No, you need to write that. Make sure like, they can read it." Like, I can't they, read it. Well, my, I, I need my glasses to read that. Yeah, I was just kind of like, "Why, why? What's going on here?" And then, oh, the so. I don't. I'm <laughs> things. How are you doing today, by the way? I'm good. There's I'm, a lot to unpack. Yeah, I'm better than this movie. Um, oh, you're you're better <laughs> than most movies in this franchise. Um. So yeah, besides the Michael Bay of it all, uh, it was it was oddly I thought like Wes Craven's name surely going to be on this as a producer. Apparently, he was not even at all conferred with, and he hated this. Don't blame him. Don't blame him. I don't him. blame him at wow. all. Because they, I think, in the the sad thing is, to read all the behind-the-scenes shit on this, I think they felt like they were doing some grand service to the franchise. Like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go back to the original dark origins of this, and we're going to make an actual scary movie. I'm like, yeah, I believe it. I'll believe it when I fucking see it. Because um, I think... It's never scary, first of all. It's way too never. slick. It's too slick. It doesn't have any of the style of any of them. Even like Dream Child, which I'm like, oh, what a movie. At least had some style to it. They had some some imagery, some things. This is just Michael Bay nonsense. Hello, Rooney Mara, who I completely forgot was Nancy in this. Yeah, I I skipped this so hard on purpose. I I it made me so mad that they even thought about doing it like <sighs> and i you know there are some franchises where it's like are you sure you want to do that like really you want to bring uh, like okay i guess 
I mean, sometimes they get it right. Like the new Halloweens, I think, I think are like a cool thing to do with the franchise. But they also the difference is they love the franchise and they're actually good filmmakers. Whereas this movie, it seemed like a lot of very uh a lot of lots of men with ideas, but maybe not necessarily artists, I would say. I mean that's too harsh, but it just it mm-hmm. It took all the complex, and I'm almost like complexity, like the originals are so like brilliant, but like it felt the need to really tell us what happened here. And when you do that, it makes things get really dicey very fast. Yeah. Especially yeah. in terms of his backstory. Oh. Which we'll get to, we'll get to, we'll get to that. But it, like, like, what's the thing like? The, it's scarier to not over explain something and this like, goes like well, no I, I like explanations yes uh, <laughs> I, I want to explain everything like stop it I want to know what's stop going it. on I'm looking at uh, what other movies came out in 2010 <laughs> oh, yeah. and what I was so preoccupied with watching instead and it's so many things it is oh, so probably, uh, The Social Network was that that year? Oh, I don't know. That's not a horror movie, is it? It is now. It it, it had Rudy Marr in it, so I was mostly just like, wow, she did both of these in the same year? I I mean... Because she's very good in social media. Yeah, well, she's very good. It's just this movie is really bad. Oh, oh, I mean, I don't even think she's actually bad in this. It's just kind of like, Rudy, what are you doing? What What are you doing? I was really surprised she did this. I mean, I don't want to say that because I hate when people are like, I can't believe this future famous actor did this shit movie. I'm like, you're lucky to get a job. Like, I I get it. But it is like, it feels off brand for her when looking at the rest of her filmography, I guess is what I would say. Yeah. So maybe Maybe it it helped her. Maybe it helped her get to those better things. It was just like, I mean, I will say you see the future star in her in the way that like, you're like, oh, wow, she's, she's really decent in this piece of shit so mm-hmm. <laughs> it gives you an idea of where they could actually go with real writing and real character development her her development is i'm quiet and i work at a diner and i paint and i paint and my really mom is bad. definitely not my biological mom no not even a little bit it's could they have cast a less <laughs> similar looking mother like for Rudy Marb, we'll be having um, redhead extraordinaire Connie Britton playing her mother. Like the, the roundest, southern-looking, uh, beautiful mom, yeah. Connie Britton. Yeah. Like, maybe if no. you would cast, like, young Jennifer Lawrence as Nancy, and that was her mom, maybe that, I could be like, okay, sure. But yeah, it's like, you need to have, like, get some Jennifer Connelly up in here. Get some Winona Ryder. Get some, yeah. you know... Uh, it's not Connie Britton I love Connie Britton first of all but I was like no not this no no but that was anyone in this I liked I was like oh no no (laughs) no because this movie has like it has it has Rooney Mara it has Miss Connie Britton it has I called him Twilight guy but uh Kellen Kellen Lutt who dies first and then they had of course no Robert England he's not in this one it's Jackie Earl Haley who I felt kind of bad for because I think he was doing about as much with this as he could, but he was unfortunately just in like a bad movie. Like it's, you know, I do not feel bad for him. He did this to himself. He picked a part that is almost exactly like Rorschach in Watchmen, which he had played or was released just the year before. And he was in Little Children where he played um uh, uh someone that was a child uh sex offender. Mm-hmm. So I am kind of like, ooh, okay. Ooh. Kind of weird thing to be typecast as. Did that to himself. 
he did that to himself. Sure, I guess I guess I meant I just I guess I purely meant performance wise. I'm like I guess he was trying to do something something with this, but then he also I like we I think I said off mic. He looks like a lizard man. Like the the special effects on his burn quote unquote burn face. I think mm-hmm. it looked like a lizard. I agree. <laughs> Bringing it back to American Horror Story, Dennis O'Hare in the next year as a burn victim did a much better it was a much better makeup and a much better job well because i think this was this looked like well no this was makeup i guess yeah it's just like it looks like cgi it's part makeup part cgi they definitely did that uh dark knight uh remove bit of the the cheek let's realistically show a man's open cavity jaw in the dark knight um but i mean but they they didn't um But they didn't do their homework though, because the way that the cheek moves is like yeah. the full cheek is there. Mm-hmm. So you're like, are you? Do you not have that, or do do you? What's happening? Oh, we don't. Oh, that's like the least of our. I didn't even notice that. I was like, oh yeah, cheek schmeek. I don't care. <laughs> the cheeks, the least of my problems. So, oh, the first thing this movie does, it does one of my um, I don't say pet peeves. I mean, I guess it's a pet peeve because I don't like it. But it did a something where it did a very late in movie title reveal. Like the title card comes like really late in this because after like Kellen Kellen Lutz is uh, seemingly being chased by a man. We get it. It's Freddy. Like cool. You're just throwing us in. Um, and then he like kills himself. Because mm-hmm. like they, they they do more like I guess the original movie where it's like when you die in your dream you die in reality and you know to us on the outside it looks like you're just like you know getting killed in, um and then he dies and it's a long but it's like a long scene there's like shit with Nancy there's shit with like people like there's like several characters in the too and then he dies and then they decide this is the moment to do like the title card which just felt so like dumb like did you think that you were doing some like this, this movie is not brilliant enough to do such a late in in film title card. You should have just done no. it at the beginning and called it a day. Um, because you haven't just done it'd be one thing if it was this, this like masterpiece sequence we had just watched, then they were like, This is a nightmare on Elm Street. But it was not that. It was right. Not- if it was just the dream, sure. Uh um even that, yeah. Where you're like, who is going on? Who is this? What is happening? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Freddie. And you just cut to him cutting his own throat, blood. Yeah. Blackout, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. That could have been a thing, yeah. But there's a whole fucking scene where you meet everybody <sighs> that matters in this movie. This is dumb. You meet, like, blonde Chris, yeah. not Tina. Chris. Yeah, where's Tina? Where the fuck that's is who, Tina? That's who Tina is. Well, I know, but Chris, I want my Tina. Uh, and <laughs> Quentin. Don't stick out your tongue at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and his asshole for everything is so fucking violent in this movie Ugh, yeah. it's like we're slamming money on the table first of all quinn yelling. and his shitty friends i'm like girl he sucks everybody is wearing black like they're fucking my chemical romancing everywhere <laughs> i mean yeah i mean that's the 2010s for me it's I either mean, like <laughs> jessica day new girl or everyone's wearing black all of the men in this movie except for kellen lutz who dies right away look yeah. exactly the same and it's very hard to tell them apart they're oh, all pouty was... and they're all wearing eyeliner. Yeah, like at least Rooney and uh, Katie Cassidy, who plays Chris, could not look more different. So you're like, oh, that is Chris. That <laughs> is Nancy. Um, I get it. Now, I did think, though, that 
they they really i mean i guess they do this in the first movie too but they really kind of hyper focus on chris like almost a little too much in the first section where i'm like oh so where's nancy like it's just like because we as the franchise know the franchise nancy is like the one like you can't just mm-hmm. trick us again like nancy's the lead we get it we get it um that'd be like if they ever rebooted like scream like an actual like reboot reboot and, like this is sydney prescott but she's a whatever character I'm like no we know that we know we know she's like the gal well um, no we we know yeah, yeah we know. i think they took away some of the implied feminism and yeah. and and uh oh. innovation of following a female protagonist yeah. um by decentralizing the plot from Nancy, and when they re like recentered on Nancy as a plot, they gave her a man to be with her uh, at yeah. all times. She is never by herself. No. Like, and if she is, it's for like two seconds, and then he's right back there. Like, Ugh, or a no. man is there. Ugh, some man. Oh God there are things I, i'm not looking forward to talking about later in this movie um so sadly we've we've given you our initial thoughts on how we're probably going to feel about this but sadly this movie grossed 63 million dollars in the u.s alone it grossed 115 million worldwide it is the second highest grossing film in the franchise behind freddy versus jason so this movie unfortunately was like a hit like it made money why didn't they make more well that's the thing a lot of the actors were contracted like um jackie o'haley signed on for two more sequels rudy mara signed on for a sequel like there were people that were signed up for shit i guess they just didn't do it which i mean that's fine that's great yes Um, good don't make more but like you're right but it is weird like you think that they would go aha instant money let's let's do that again do you think maybe wes craven stepped in at after seeing it and was like this is shit this is shit if you continue <laughs> i will take you down it could have been a thing where he's like this was fucked this and was if so you... bad if you keep going i will cut your and he's off. Wes craven like he's like yeah he's someone like horror people are like oh oh, yeah. oh sorry, sorry sorry like he was like that guy um so, yeah yeah this movie it's wild because like yes twilight guy dies mm-hmm. then chris at the funeral he does little... say before he dies, yeah, 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 he says yeah. he has been having nightmares his whole life. Yeah. Oh, which when you find out the backstory, you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Yikes. Oh, well, you know, I'm just going to introduce what, what I'm learning, yeah. alluding to. It's the movie. So in the past, um, they always hinted that maybe Freddie, like, sexually assaulted the kids but maybe they it was never just a, said it they, they never said it. they never said it is a child murderer no. and it is never right. once mentioned that they he sexually abused never. any children no it was like oh i kill kids which i, I mean them. S- still both bad but like you know it's a different thing and apparently uh, wes craven said that he did almost in, he almost included that detail but decided not to which i think was the right choice to to make Mm -hmm. because my thing with this movie this movie blatantly is like no no he molested and like assaulted all the kids but didn't kill that much i'm not saying that's better not saying it's better but he like assaulted the kids uh, he like i guess slashed them with the garden hoe whatever he slashed them with i was like what's going on with that um and i don't matter though yeah and this movie makes a big point that um the kids were like then 
basically trained by their parents to not remember any of their early childhood memories. And this is where this movie gets into a really weird place of, oh, so we're killing like victims of like sexual and physical trauma. And it it, it just, it makes it go to a heavy place. Yeah, the message For me, I was like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, if if you have any kind of... um triggers that oh. are associated with these kind of things don't oh. watch this oh no um no. and the way that they handle this is oh. so wrong like oh. it's not full out like whatever pedophilia is fine it, no. it's but, but it, it does uh. like hint at like don't believe children when they report abuse and like people that report abuse you shouldn't punish sex oh my, offenders and like oh my, oh my god it literally is like oh no, he's killing us because we told people that he assaulted us. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, what if somebody saw that and like, you know, connected things like that in their brain? I don't know. I It's very irresponsible. Not going to kill me in my dreams. I just won't tell anyone. Like, like, yeah, it's not a, it's not. Also, I felt very like, oh, let's get Michael Bay's ideals on how to deal with the complexities. Because here's the thing. I... As much as I am like, ugh, didn't love this. A better movie could have found some way about connecting themes of like PTSD and moving past trauma and like you know, there might in a in a world in a world not this one, um, <laughs> in another world in another world. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been good, but it deals with everything on such a base, uh, flat like no complexity. And it also, it, yeah, it tries to make a horror movie out of really fucked, just really fucked up shit, I guess is what I would. Yeah, it's not an intelligent, informed Mm, response. Uh, Those things that they are talking about are horrific. Sure. And I think can be handled a certain way. You look at things like the parable horror movies, like, um, like It Follows about, uh, sexually transmitted diseases and those mm-hmm. kind of implications but it's you know it's a smart interesting way to t- talk about no, it like, it's not just straight up like yeah. you know and then the, oh, the kids God. um and they don't remember anything oh, i mean this is this movie's logic is just like it, so yeah i guess ugh. to get back to the i guess so yeah jesse dies Kellen lutz dies Chris sees weird, weird little schoolgirl at the funeral. Has mm-hmm. a whole freakout scene. Oh, that was a weird thing. Before I really get into this, I also found out that they. Oh, where is it? Yeah, uh, and I remember on Elm Street was originally supposed to follow the same design as their remake of Friday the Thirteenth, where the writers took the best elements from each of the films in the original series and created a single storyline with all of them. Apparently that's why this movie, you see so much of like the greatest hits of A Nightmare on Elm Street, because they just pulled their favorite sequences from each film, then took all the um, artistry and fun out of them and just made them dark. And because I guess this was also that time... unfortunately inspired by good movies i will say but stuff like the dark knight and shit made people think darker is better realistic Uh better and so this is not a franchise i think you strip the whimsy out of because to me that's the entire fun of it is that it's like a little funny it's a little dark it's it's a lot of genres in one piece actually yeah i think where you see 
um, horror movies in the 2010s fail is when they they try to sit right in the middle because we have our super realistic uh, paranormal activities. Yeah. And that sort of thing. And those and are scary have, because they look like that's real life. That's re- that is actually that happening. looks real. Yeah. Um, and then you have your super whimsy with like insidious and stuff, and the yeah, further yeah. and these really with that you can be like, oh, we're going on a journey. We're going on. Yeah, we're like, going. We're going. There are red faced demons. That's yeah, what. But you happening. give yourself over to it. You're like, oh, in this universe that they're presenting, these are the rules of whatever you know. Right. Yeah. So you have like high fantasy high concept and then you have super real so where people fail in the 2010s is when they sit right in the middle like this movie where they're like it's super realistic it's super dark but also there's a dream demon like yeah where it's like oh okay like like here's like a smarter movie could have been about like there was never actually something chasing them it was like their memories from their childhood like connecting with their you know, older brains and them realizing the trauma they'd gone through. Like, there's a there's a way to do that. It's mm-hmm. not this. It would not be this. Not this. It's not this. And I think this movie suffers from also similar problems to the reboot of uh, the first reboot of Halloween from Rob Zombie, where he's yes. like, "Let me explain everything that you didn't know, but now I'm going to show you, and it's going to make it scarier." I'm like, "No, it's not going to make it scarier." Actually, I think the original premise of this movie is a lot more scary. The idea of this guy was killing kids for seemingly no reason. A a prolific child murderer. Like, he killed 20 children. And then these parents, like, dragged him into a furnace and killed him. Like, that to me is much more dark and scary than, oh, these parents that are rightfully, like, infuriated that their kids have been sexually and physically assaulted by this man at their preschool killed him which granted you know ooh, intense wow they took a turn uh, like the scene where that happens is insane um but yeah we'll get there we'll get, <laughs> we'll get there well, so a lot of the, well so the first part of this movie a lot of it kind of follows almost for like scene for scene what the original was just without mm-hmm. any of the fun because like chris dies in a very similar way to the to the first movie the first og 84 Nightmare on Elm Street but it's not first of all we don't get the crazy sex scene we don't get the like the borderline hilarious you know porn noises um it's just like it's not as shocking as the original like it's somehow like you think they could do something even more you know graphic or whatever with modern technology but somehow that original scene still is much more terrifying than anything in this movie there's, I, I have many questions, many, <laughs> yeah. many questions about this movie, but one of the first ones that I asked well, way back in the, in the Dean dream sequence where he cuts his throat, the Kellen Lutz death moment <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is these are supposed to be teens. At no point am I worried about any of the people in this movie because it's like, oh, I'm going to fly to London now, honey. Goodbye. And I'm like, she's 25. Oh, yeah. Yeah, She's fine. (laughs) She is fine. So in a world where that's your teen daughter, I'm like, you're just going to fly to Paris? (laughs) Like, okay. Your mom's a flight attendant? (laughs) There was a funeral. Like, her turf. Her boyfriend like just died. Like, um, just died. Also, there's a weird time thing that happens because when she goes up to, she has a dream. They do instead of a spandex wall, they do a CGI wall, Freddie, yeah, yeah, which yeah. very much not as cool. Me. Not as cool. I hated it. I was like, that doesn't look real. Spandex uh, works better. Again, practical effects. I think usually just look better. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I don't know. 
So she goes up to the garage um, to find pictures of herself. And there are boxes in the attic garage, whatever. It's like above the garage mm-hmm. um, that say first grade, 1996, <laughs> second grade, 1997. And I said, oh, these kids are my age. Because I was in first grade in 1996. I was in second grade in 1997. But it's also set in 2010. Yeah. But also, they were in preschool. And was, first and second oh, grade oh, are it not does, in preschool. I mean, yeah. Whoever was in charge of setting up the props and the timeline, you wrong. fucked up. You didn't They're, do this right. Wrong. You fucked up. <laughs> like, I was like, I, remember, I, you say that now, but now I'm like, oh, yeah. I was, here's the thing. I, there was a, such a, uh, uh, a list of things for me to be shocked by somehow that wasn't like something that stuck in my brain but now that you say it I'm like oh wait yeah that does that doesn't work it's um, very upsetting to me it was just weird and when stuff like that happens you always go how'd this happen like no one saw this and went wait um excuse me Susan um now I see you put 97 on the box now can you do basic math because I can <laughs> like yeah so yeah like again and then also, I thought at first the, how old they looked. I actually thought, oh, maybe they made them in college in this one. Like, they're not in high school. And then, no, no, no. No, they're teens. No, no, they're teens. They're teens. quote-unquote teens. Quote-unquote teens. teens. Oh, so the other thing that was crazy to me, and maybe you couldn't, maybe I, maybe I dozed off or something. I don't know. But I don't think so. I think it's just this movie. So after Chris dies. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Jesse, like, finds her dead and runs to Nancy's house. He then leaves Nancy's, who he leaves Nancy's house because he hears police sirens. Yes. He then runs out of Nancy's house, and it's, like, eight cop cars. Now, I... (laughs) The time does not add up. Yeah. But also, how would they even know she's dead? Like, I mean... Right, that's what I'm saying. The timeline does not add up because he rushes out of her house, sets off the alarm... So it he would does take about the alarm. That's true. That's 15 true. minutes for one cop car if if the alarm company doesn't call you yeah, yeah, yeah. to fix your alarm. One cop car would show up, and that's like 15 minutes later. And even then, it's going to take a while for them to enter the house. 30, 45 Because they can't minutes. just enter the house, right? Right. They can't. Yeah, they can't. Unless there's probable cause. Yeah. And if he left the door open, maybe they walked in. Uh, still, no, no, yeah, you yeah, got to yeah, find yeah. the body. You got to call that's in still... the body. You gotta, and they wouldn't immediately look. At Nancy's house. At Nancy's house. Yeah, and then, like, they don't know. Um, and... Because they didn't live next to each other, right? That no. wasn't, like, part of it? Okay. So I felt like, oh, that could have been something if it was, like, across the street or something. No, uh, Glenn and Nancy lived across from that, each other yeah, yeah, in the yeah, first yeah. one. That's but why, I guess that's why Chris, I thought at first, like, yeah. oh, maybe they were across the street. But no. 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 Tina didn't live on uh, Elm Street. <laughs> I love that Nancy got to live across the street from her boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, right. Like, yeah, we fell in love. Uh, um, yeah, so that that part, I was like, oh, here we go with the dramatics, with the cops. Yes. Like, so many cops. So, so many cops. So many cops. Um, like, that doesn't make, like, <laughs> like, what, are you just sending, like, eight cop cars now around the neighborhood going, we're fighting somebody that committed murder! Like, like what, are you, no. what are you doing? Yeah, so, that, I mean, let's talk about, like, small potatoes with this thing but that part did annoy me um <laughs> i didn't like it i just wrote so many cops show up how do they even know what's going on uh um, also a dog dies oh 
every time there's a cute dog i'm like oh i gotta because there is that thing like does the dog die.com or whatever yeah. i always forget to use it until it's too well late. i did it right as i saw the dog for the first time and i was like oh my god that dog is gonna fucking die and i was like does the dog die and they're like yes and i was like god damn it I i've been traumatized by dog deaths ever since seeing um i don't know if you've seen this it's a weird movie it's in the mid 90s it's called fear it's with mark Wahlberg and reese witherspoon yes and the dog dies in a very graphic depiction in that movie where yes. they put the dog head through the doggy door like he's coming to the door and they drop the head. I remember being like, <gasps> like I really, you know, at the Mess time I thought up. that was the most violent thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. It's still the most violent thing you've ever seen. Also, talk about movies that haven't aged well. I watched Fear a couple weeks ago and I went, Ooh, oh, oh no. Oof, we're never going to cover this. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, so, so then a so- lot of it goes essentially the same way like jesse gets arrested but here's the thing yeah yeah in the original they're all spending the night in the same place yeah so there is some kind of reasonable doubt or not about how tina died right but in this they're like one, no they were just having sex like they weren't like they weren't having a fight or anything right and he's like look at me i didn't i she just she just fucking died so they're right, like they ah. went up there and they'd been in bed together he's like right Whereas but this, this one, one, it's like, you could have killed her. Yeah, he walks in, he's like, I, I didn't kill her. And I was like, why would Nancy ever fucking believe this guy? I guess like, the only thing that makes her go, oh, was when he was like, it was a man in my dream. Like, maybe she went, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sure. The movie says, sure. I be, the movie says I'm okay with it now, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> so they arrest him. They arrest Jesse. Yeah, yeah. They arrest Jesse. And they immediately put him in a cell with somebody, but I'm pretty sure that's not how jail works. Especially if you're 17, I guess. You're 17. You just got brought in. You'd be questioned as a witness. Again, that like, where I mean, don't add more time, but like, where's the interrogation scene? Like, there's like so many things. Like, you know, good grief. Uh, I thought that could have been a cool new scene. Like, he gets killed in the interrogation room. That could have been fun. They come back and they're like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? We're gonna leave. I would like some coffee to stay awake. No, you don't get anything." We'll yeah, we're right not you actually don't get coffee. It's like it's funny you ask that. You're actually like a fucking criminal, my guy. So <laughs> like my guy, like you might have <laughs> killed your girlfriend, my guy. So I'm gonna have to say no to that. So then, so this movie, this <laughs> this was this is wild. So Nancy and and Quentin, her boyfriend Quentin, are like, what's the connection? Hmm. And they and this is where I went. Oh, this movie is so fucking stupid. When <laughs> I can't remember if it's her or him, but one of them says like, I can't remember much before a certain grade because they can't. She's like, well, none of us went to school together until at least sixth grade. Yeah. And then they're all like, my gosh, I can't remember anything from my childhood. And I went, what? What are you talking about? Like, like that's not how. Like, what are the chances that all of those kids would suppress their trauma in the same way that they would just have a blank slate? Like, that's not how, that's not how, like, not me how and my sister works. have things in life where, like, she has no memory of it. I have mm-hmm. hyper-detailed memory of it. So, like, that's, that's the way brains work. Yeah, um, chances and so are was, not every child in that preschool <sighs> is going to forget everything. Yeah, because then, like, the mom reveals that, oh, there was a man that was uh, doing things. And, and and it was also just confusing because, like, he looks creepy as fuck when they do the flashback. It's not like he yeah, seems like a normal... Pre-fire? 
Yeah, like, <laughs> allegedly. Are you kidding me right now? They're like, oh, this man lives beneath the preschool. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he sleeps on a cot in the basement section. Um, <laughs> we don't go down there because it's a special place. Uh, but no, but like, I think it would have been creepier if he was like Mr. Rogers nice looking. If it was just like, I'm Freddy Krueger. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, that's like, scarier to Ted me. Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, kind of like vaguely handsome yeah. murderer yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of look. Yeah. Like, I don't think that Ted B- Bundy is very but, handsome. No, but, uh, yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. do. No, there are uh, people that are like, he's handsome as F, you know? Right. Um, I thought Zach Efron was like uh, a little too nice. I was like, okay, let's not like get let's not get let's not get crazy. Let's not get insane um, here. But yeah, yeah, but, but he's creepy as fuck. He's like, oh, that guy is definitely like not being left alone with my kids. Like that's the way I would feel if I met. And that like, guy. fuck these preschool teachers that are just letting these children. Like, you're supposed uh, yeah. to be watching my child. That was another thing. I didn't even want him to be like a gardener or whatever the fuck he was. I wanted him to be like a preschool, like a counselor. Like I wanted to be yeah. like, because that to me, like, okay, because why? Yeah, why would the parents just let their kids be like rolling around on the grass with the gardener who should be gardening? Gardening. Should actually be gardening. Um, and then they also do the allusion to his hand with the fucking like hoe. He's like hoeing up the weeds. I'm like, okay. So then later when he, they show the kids have like slash marks on them, I'm like, is that the hoe? Like, I was so like, like what? How did he? But did also, he also like, so you're telling me he's just slicing into these kids' back and the kids are just casually like, Mom, by the way, um, the gardener did fuck up my back. Like, the, the, I was so confused with, like, were we supposed to just believe that none of the parents talked to each other for a long time? Like, none of them were reporting this to the police? Like, this, none of this made, he's like, this thing to make the movie quote-unquote darker actually made no sense. And so mm-hmm. it made the movie stupid, actually. Yes. It actually made it really stupid. Actually, it's actually, like, it's like really dumb. stupid. <laughs> it's actually stupid. <laughs> it's actually really dumb. Um, like, it, yeah. doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. It's the problem with changing Freddie's backstory from child murderer to um, serial the child kids. abuser. Yeah. Uh, is even that, like, that wasn't clear. I'm like, so is he doing the same thing to every kid? Right. Or like, yeah. Or like, is it one kid or that's yeah. is like those two things do not work the same way. The fact that Freddy uh, Krueger in the original <laughs> saga murdered children and then in his afterlife continued to murder those children right. makes some kind of sense. Sure. The fact that he this Freddy Krueger didn't kill fucking anybody. Anyone. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying he's a good guy, but he didn't kill anyone. No, he didn't kill anybody. But why would he shift? Oh, yeah, yeah. Kill- and they make this like allusion to the Pied Piper, like he was oh, I... wronged, so he stole their kids. And I'm like, what? But he was not wronged. Like, like he is it... a fucked up guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like what? Yeah, even it's like, oh no, he's coming to um, kill those kids because they told on him. Like it was like what? Oh my god. Um. Yeah, like oh oh, but so also Nancy tries to track down the other kids. Mm-hmm. and then finds out all the kids are dead so yes. i also was like well that's sad all these victims of uh trauma were just like I, it made it like i know i shouldn't be thinking this much about a stupid horror movie but i was like well this is very sad like 
these people it is very sad were victims of trauma that you know their entire life isn't fucked up and they were just murdered by the man who assaulted them like it's, it, it made me go to an icky place that i could never get out of for the rest of the movie i was just like yeah Ugh. And then I, as he starts flirting with Nancy more in the later part of the movie, he, it gets, it gets icky times the biggest number you can think of. Yeah. Because I would, I would seriously just be on my, I was in my bed, watch this movie and I would go, oh, 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 no, no. Like, I was like, this yeah. is too, this is, no, no. Yeah. So we get a great little internet, uh, 2010s internet moment. <laughs> Video where we log. See- the the old google kind of look and search and like a vlog but bad which is also that um asian kid yeah uh i don't remember his character's name was also a much more interesting movie sure uh than what i thought that too they they, i was like i'd watch the fuck out of this again a different way to do this movie (laughs) Like, like show me show me this guy who has a vlog slowly descending into madness um and they and again, spend a lot like, of time on the science of sleep deprivation, and they skip right to an Adderall substitute to keep them awake, which yeah. I know I've been saying this whole time, why don't you just use cocaine? Um, <laughs> have you heard of cocaine? Have you heard of cocaine? Uh, but Red Bull exists in this world. They're like, they, I could have watched the escalation from drinking coffee all the time to pounding Red Bulls to then being like- He did oh. down the pill with some Red Bull. Yeah, but like it wasn't like I need this energy right. drink. Yeah, yeah. It, it was there's like even like five hour energy shots now. Well, there's all kinds of things, matcha. All you kinds could of use things. that as the creamer for coffee. If that's not comedy gold, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah, so like <laughs> you could do all go to a twenty four hour Starbucks and yeah, like things have changed. Like why? Awesome. Yeah, this movie still treats like I guess I'll put a coffee machine next to my bed. I'm like, no, just go to Starbucks. <laughs> But like you have a cell phone, you have the internet, like yeah, oh, and you're I... struggling to like we still have a library sequence. I um, mean, here's the thing, if you're gonna be stupid, have them infiltrate like technology too. Like, I mean, like why not? Like, you know, like, I thought that could have been something. But yeah, like there's... so we have uh okay. Also Asian kid, he was a very good actor, but he did not look in any universe like a teen like i mean none of these are teens we we no they're all they're all in their (laughs) mid-20s if not 30s um so right after that we go to uh quentin's swim practice where he is literally one of the worst swimmers that i've ever seen in my entire life i was i was like a junior coach on swim team i did swim team for most of my life um and i was like this guy sucks at swimming so yeah he has a little micro nap in the pool gets pulled down which what like they explain like, oh, if you if you don't sleep for too long, then your brain just does micro in water. Like, like that's, I think I would argue that diving into cold water would probably keep you pretty alert. Like, yeah, I don't see him just dozing off mid stroke. No, like, no. What? That and even no then, sense. you wake right back up. Like yeah. it's. Yeah. It's, oh, they really are, apparently they try to use like micro naps a lot in this. Like. Oh, it's like little quick dreams, like little like when you feel yourself like fall asleep for a second. I'm like, yeah, but this is dumb, y'all. This yeah, but is this dumb. is dumb. This is dumb, my guy. Like I gotta tell you, like <laughs> this ain't working for me, my guy. So then we go to my least favorite, one of my least favorite sequences oh. in the movie, where oh. poor little Quentin, uh, my little horror icon, because he's also in um, Jennifer's body as as sweet little kid. <gasps> That's in there. it. I was yeah. like, I know him. I, I was know. like, look at him. Okay, um, oh, Jennifer's body is great movie. 
yeah, I'd rather be watching that. But oh, but yeah. so he's in a speedo just walking around like this flashback, like, where's my dad? And you see oh. the parents chase oh. Freddie down into the boiler in a room. chain of cars, like a, and like a parade of cars. Yeah. And like he's saying, like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Ugh. And you're supposed to feel like I was like, am I supposed to feel bad? Yeah, I was very confused. But they were trying to like broadcast. Now? Yeah. Like they're trying to tell me I should have some kind of doubt in my no. head. Like, did he do it? Did he not? No. But I was like, they're straight up trying to tell me feel bad for him. Like you see real pain what? on his face. You see like all this. You see him like, scared. You see. Yeah. Like, yeah. And whereas in the you original. See Connie you, Gretton be like, I don't know about this. I don't know. We should I get think... the police involved. Which, yes. Which I mean, yes. I mean, yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> Do not just go out and like, you know, kill people. People are not slabs of meat. Like no one should be treated that way. But he, but the you way they. But, yeah. <laughs> but the way they filmed that scene. Yeah. It's like. Oh no, they're about to kill Freddie, this poor nice man that also was abusing children. I'm like, I have no sympathy for this man. No sympathy for this man. No. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very upsetting. I was like, why are you framing it this way? And so then Quentin Which I guess he, is actually a Jack Earl Haley problem. I think he right, played it too. He was, I mean, I guess I guess an actor you're supposed to be like in the character's mind, he's not a, you know, bad right. person, blah blah Which, blah. True. Sure. But also like, I, I mean, there's this whole thing where Freddy Krueger makes a big deal. I think it's in the last movie or something uh -huh. when he's talking about getting burned and how he liked pain. And he's like, I don't yeah. even fucking feel it anymore. So when they go to burn him, those little Greek dream demons show up and they're like, you ready? And he's like, fuck, yeah, I'm ready. And then yeah. he dies. So you don't feel bad that he got burned right. to death. But in the, I'm like, when he was a oh. child murderer, like, yeah, a uh, child, that, scene, like that plays different than a pedophile. Mm -hmm. or like, again i'm not saying like he was only a pedophile both reprehensible i'm just saying like it gets to a weird place gets to a weird place right um so then quentin takes this information that he gleans from this flashback that freddie gives him for yeah. some reason yeah i was also confused um, about that and goes to his dad, Clancy Brown, who I have a deep and abiding love for. <laughs> and it's like, dad, why the fuck did you believe us? Oh and it's that it's really this is where they make the big case that you should not believe children reporting assault. Weird. And I was very mad. And like, I think. Yeah, Clancy what was Brown the point of that? Nancy, and it, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, like. Pedophiles in Hollywood, I guess. Yeah, like truly <laughs> that was like, okay what like i'm glad you said that. i was like i thought maybe i was overthinking it but i was sitting there going like but why wouldn't they believe you your children and your other children other children also they found they talked to their first of all they talked to other parents and went hey um hey carol has your has your child come home and all with any slits and uh cut into their back or anything yeah you know what's funny you should say that but just last week um little nancy came home and i know she did have cuts on her back like they knew like no something's happening mm. at the school um and they by process of elimination went maybe it's the creepiest fuck gardener that's always messing with the kids yep that must be it and yeah so why wouldn't they believe you why, why wouldn't they, they yeah like and I think it's it's also really grossly irresponsible for a movie to put that out because children uh, reporting crimes against them is so low. It's like something like yeah. maybe 7% and like 93% of cases don't get reported until like people are 54 and so, so much of it is because kids, when they're kids, think, I don't know, maybe that was inappropriate, or I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say anything because I'm a child, I don't know how to process this. So the fact right. they also mess with, like, we traumatize the kids by making them suppress their memories. They would never... Because also, yeah, when they pull up to, like, kill Freddy, 
one of the parents is like, what do you want? Those kids on a witness stand being forced to talk about all this? And I was like, right. eh, ooh, okay. Like, mm, oh my. No. Oh, yeah. It's just like also weird details. Like, it's really unclear to me because you don't see a lot of the traditional, the original Elm Street kids' families and parents. Yeah. So it's implied a very small group kind of of parents got together. Like three or four of them. Yeah, and killed Freddie in the original series. Yeah. But all of the parents of these Elm Street kids are alive. So why not go after Connie Britton and well, that, yeah. Stacey Brown? You no, know, you're gonna go funny you kids? should say like, that. I was always like, so we're blaming the victims, not their parents? Like, right. It's, I mean, I guess they do kill uh, Mama Nancy at the end, but like, Let's see, but she was the only one that was like, no, maybe we'd not kill him. Like, right. so it was kind of like, wait, hold on. Like, if anyone should get killed, it should be like Quentin's dad for being like, let's fucking <laughs> throw in the gasoline in there. Right. You know, um, again, what are we teaching here? What What is the message? Where, What's the where message? is, where is this movie? Where going? is the message? Where so, is, so, okay. Oh, yeah. Then we go back to the school and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nancy sees the body bag from the first movie for no reason. Yeah, because she didn't watch Tina get carried out of the house in a body bag. Um, but it's one. It's my favorite moment from the original. But I, they just decided to. But it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Because again, the original one, they were all at her house. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. It's it's, so. (laughs) I can't even. But but are they even friends? Because they don't really fucking talk. Yeah, they didn't seem like close close friend if, if they were supposed to be they did not broadcast it well no um like in the original one they were like this is a group of friends they do all their shit together like you like got the idea oh they're like a tight-knit group right um that was not this no so very oh. much not this so shall i dive into the 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 when they go to the old preschool yes you oh, should god. dive into oh my god so here preschool. we go okay so they go to the old preschool and they find Freddy's special place. <laughs> um, and it's already like creepy as hell. And they do like flashbacks of like her painting with Freddy in his place. And then uh, I will say the real crime of Freddy Krueger uh, in this movie is telling Nancy that she is a talented artist. Like, because um, like, she is so one. bad. <laughs> like, she's not good. Not good as as an older it, teen. I was like, it gave me yes. very much uh, not another teen movie vibes. <laughs> <laughs> well first of all she's all that when it's parody yeah. i remember being like is that good like is that good is that good i remember as a teen like younger little preteen being like is that art um is no, that what art's no, gonna be not art. yeah so <laughs> he finds a box of pictures and i remember thinking please don't show us those pictures yeah i i would have oh been i would have turned the movie off i right was getting there. really nervous because they started to like kind of show one from far away and i was like you better not show you better not you better not show child actors being forced to like, like i was like oh, and luckily they don't but it's also like he's like they're all of you and so now nancy a already like ptsd trauma mm-hmm. trauma victim is now looking at photos that this pedophile took of her and it's like it i couldn't just be in horror movie land i was in like oh my 
god like get her to a therapist like Straight up, takes you right out of it god yeah like, i just couldn't so traumatizing i couldn't i it's too real you can't i think there's you can talk about anything in a horror movie i do believe that but there's a way to do it where if you are flippant with certain parts of the story and then you try to squeeze in actual very serious real things that happen to people all the time mm-hmm. it, it doesn't work it's not gonna work and this is perfect and so then they decided to go on this like final dream thing to confront Freddie, and they do this trope in these movies all the time where every Nancy, time nancy's like now quentin I'm going to go to sleep to go in there. Now, if he's, if I start to act funny, you wake me up. He's like, okay, no okay. problem. Absolutely. He immediately falls asleep. Immediately. <laughs> I mean, like, almost so immediately. <laughs> he's like, thanks. I'm going to pass out. Boom. Like- and then, okay. So here's where I also went, oh, I see. So I want to have our cake and eat it too. So then he falls asleep and gets attacked by Freddy. And now suddenly we have Mr. Quippy. Mr. Quippy Freddy oh, that we my uh, god I wrote the exact same thing I was like oh are we being quippy now like, and they're not even good quips they're not even like Freddy <laughs> one last it's like your girlfriend's here I'll be right back and I'm like that's not funny like we you're just tag funny. you're it like I was like oh god so then also I wrote this down because this I wrote gross 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 how many times I wrote it down um, we have this exchange between Freddie and Nancy. <clears throat> Freddie, now that you've got me, what game do you want to play? Nancy, fuck you. Freddie, ooh, sounds fun. It's a little fast for me. Why don't we just hang first? I had to stop the movie. It's, yeah. It is it was so wrong. It's so upsetting. <laughs> That you are now like making a kind of joke about how he molested her as a mm-hmm. child. And he's like, yeah. you're looking grown up. I was like, I stop. I, I think I did just say stop. stop. So you're like, no, no. I think, oh, he even says, how's this for a wet dream? Like, I mean, like, it, there was a lot, a lot. Yeah, I, I was like, you do not get to do both. No, you do not get no. to be super serious, I'm <laughs> hardcore 2010s Freddy Krueger and look at me making jokes no. now, Robert England. That's, oh, that was when I started going, no, like you don't get to write quippy jokes about actual child molestation. And it's That's actually, it, 100%. And it actually makes me really uncomfortable that you had seemingly no problem with this. Like, you, right. like I just don't know how someone wouldn't go, hey guys, is this going to read a little insensitive though? Like, no like, <laughs> no one thought. No one thought. But anyway. Um, so then we get into what I call the Pulp Fiction moment of the movie, which is Nancy won't wake up, but Quentin wake up. So oh, he's... wait, wait, you're missing the Halloween section of Nancy's oh, dream. Oh, gosh. Uh, I was just trying to, I was trying to breathe. I know you're trying to wrap it up, but I, I feel yeah. like we have to. Yeah, yeah, it, go for it. Go it for makes it. me kind of upset that we go from pipes and steam, which is, you know, Freddy's <laughs> MO throughout the whole 30 years of this franchise or whatever. Um, into <laughs> into oh, straight up Halloween scream girl in a house where she like she's watching him through the slats of a closet door yeah. and I was like um what what are we yeah. doing right now and then, I like, think I disassociated dur- during this part so maybe that's why I didn't mention it. I was like because uh, at that point I was so like I was in my brain going what oh, oh, uh, yeah so that yeah. was the thing I forgot yeah. yeah 
So it was dumb. Yeah. It, was, it was dumb in Dream World. Like that shouldn't be like something you should even be able to do. No, um, but I will say uh, one of the redeeming things about this movie that mm-hmm. they did in other movies. So I guess it's not this movie's thing. Is the carpet of blood, which slowly <laughs> turned into really goopy blood from yeah. carpet, and then he ruins it by saying, "How's this for a wet dream?" Stop but it. but I did like the carpet into blood. That that was. That that was it was pretty, something. It was something. Yeah, it was it was something. And then you can pulp fiction. Well, no, yeah. So Nancy won't wake up. Um and oh, and then and then Freddie was like, This is why I make you not sleep for a long time. So that when you do, you never wake up. And I was like, okay, like calm down. Calm um, down. So then Quentin forgets he has a shot of adrenaline. Uh and then <laughs> like she's like, oh that's right. I, I stole this from the hospital. Give me one shot, one shot of adrenaline. And he <laughs> slams it into her chest. She wakes up, uh, pulls Freddie out of the dream with her. And then this then this was kind of fun, even though I'm like, no, enough with the quips. It's not that movie. Before she kills Freddie, she says, It hurts, doesn't it? That's cause you're in my world now, bitch. I was like, okay, like what? Yeah, I was here for that. Oh, I mean, I was here for it. Because also, I was like, yeah, please kill the fuck out of him. Like, at this point, I'm like, yeah, like, I, I, please, 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 please. And they do kill him with something I found quite terrifying as a child. Those <laughs> giant paper cutter uh, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> machete blades. I always thought, like, I will chop off my finger. And I, I will any, chop off day. my whole hand. One like... day I'm going to chop this off. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah, she, like, she does it. Um, and then the movie, it's like the movie went, oh, fuck, shit, shit. We have to be over in three minutes. God damn it. God damn it. Go to Nancy's house. Go to Nancy's house. Because they speed through post-killing Freddy and two wrap of movie in what felt like I was getting whiplash from where they were taking me. Because suddenly very, very she's in a cop car. She's on a stretcher. She's home with her mom. And then she's like, and then they decide, fuck, but we're going to have a moment with her and her mom. I know, but the movie has to be over in 30 seconds. Like, it was just like, <laughs> then she's like, mom. I forgive you. I know you were just trying to protect me. And like, she's barely, the words have barely left her lips when suddenly Freddie crashes through the mirror, slices through the mom's eyes. Yeah. A lot to look at. But it also looked CGI. So I wasn't like scared. I wasn't like, oh my God, talking. I was like, oh, it's CGI. Um, and then she just pulled through the mirror. And then Nancy's left there screaming. End of movie. End of movie. Just end, end of, of movie. movie. It, which didn't, it wasn't even like, yeah it's like the original movie it's like you know they're driving off in the car it feels like wait but aren't we all dead and then the mom gets pulled you know like, that feels different this was just yeah. like what like what and just yeah so that's the movie um that's the movie yeah i just do not watch zero out of ten honestly, recommend. honestly like yeah this is one of those things where after watching the whole franchise even the worst ones I would sooner watch any day over this ever again. Yes. It's just, it honestly, I'm just going to say it. I hate to use the P word, but it's problematic. Like it's, it's like, it's it prob- is problematic. It's problematic. Like it has not aged well in the past 11 years. Like, it's really hard to out problematic the fucking eighties, but somehow sure. this, this film um, does it. Somehow the one from the eighties doesn't creep me out as much as this movie from 2010. Which should have been like not the case. Like we should have like gone somewhere, yes. Yeah. With evolution. Yeah. Like, like again, like not to compare it to other movies, but 
you think about the reboot of Halloween, like not the Rob Zombie one, but the newest one. Yes. That was like taking the original franchise, dealing with it with like actual complex ideas about, I mean, obviously it's not a perfect movie, but like it deals with like what is inherited trauma? What is this? What is that? This is just like taking an already kind of like sort of vapid horror movie with the original Nightmare on Elm Street, but then also just making it like, but what if he um uh, molested the kids? And that's why he kills them because they told him it's like it's like what that's dumb that's stupid that's so stupid and also you really did ask the million dollar question which is why does he want to kill the kids and not the parents that killed him like the kids are just kids like mm-hmm. like again and again really gross that's like you kids told on me so that's why i'm killing you like huh okay right like okay I just felt like, not to whatever, but also I don't feel sorry for men ever, but it just felt like, no, oh, this is a bunch of men writing shit about sexual sur- assault survivors. Like, it just, mm-hmm. it, it just, ugh, ugh, it just, and Michael Bay, the Michael Bay of it all. The Michael Bay of it all. The Michael Bay of it all. I just can't even, so... With all that being said, I do still have to do the same sequences or segments <laughs> I do every time. First one is Scream Queen of the Week. Oh, I guess I mean, Nancy. I mean, it's Rooney Mara. Like, you know. You're just a nightmare. That's right. No one can prove I was ever here. Who are you? <laughs> you don't remember. You're my number one. You're my little Nancy. I set an alarm. Yes, you did. In your dream. (laughs) You smell different. Again, I think she's doing about as much as she can with the. Also, yeah, what a what a I don't want to like, I don't want to completely disempower her, but like, what a like disempowered Nancy compared to the original Nancy, who was like, right? oh, I'm gonna fuck shit up. And granted, she doesn't succeed, but she does like try to fuck shit up. Yeah, and nobody is listening to her, but she's like, No, I got this shit figured out. I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna get Freddy. I'm gonna get him. Like- right? Do you know how Rooney described Nancy? How? She's the loneliest girl in the world. I That's was like, some okay. Bullshit. I was like, what? <laughs> Why does she have to be the, lo- <laughs> the loneliest? Why? The loneliest girl in the that world. That don't make any goddamn sense. I don't know. It was it was, was pre Carol anymore, so I don't know. It was a uh, pre girl with the dragon tattoo. Like it was it was before that. Yeah, uh, so I guess yeah, I guess by process of elimination, Rooney Mara. What's your kill of the week? Jesse, I guess, in the prison because of like a weird, like it was a long sequence of things. It didn't felt, it didn't feel as gross as, uh, well, I guess not a lot of people die. It's Dean. I have a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not not my name. Dean, Chris, and Jesse, and then (laughs) Freddie and Connie Britton. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess. (laughs) I guess, I, I guess it's Jesse because of that moment, like 
which I, I do think it is scary and it probably should have been in this movie. Like, oh, did you know your brain lives on for seven minutes after you die? Oh, like that means I've got seven more minutes to play with you or six oh, more minutes. God. And I was like, oh, that's dope. Like, right. it's scary and awful. Yeah. Right. But like the idea that even after these people die, that They're he still, still has. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I don't like that. So, I, yeah, Jesse, Jesse's yeah. kill of the week. Oh, God. No. Just me. What do you want from me? I don't know, Jesse. You think you can turn back time? Answer me! No. Do you think you can bring the dead back to life? No. No! No! I didn't fucking think so. No! 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 no. Why are you screaming? I haven't even caught you yet. Okay. my kill actually i know it, even though i just dragged this a little bit i was <laughs> like oh that's kind of fun just because at least it was like it felt like it had some well i can't say campiness to it but also this movie isn't campy it's too weird but yeah. i did like when connie Britton just got like mirrored just like just because it was so abrupt i mean it, it was, was so, very abrupt it was very like oh okay and also something about the glass shattering effect everything felt very um I used to watch when I was a kid this one version of Alice in Wonderland where she like comes home and everyone's like not at the house and it's quiet and she like walks up to the mirror and the Jabberwocky's there and he like comes through the mirror. Is it kind of remind me of that? You watch that too? Oh yeah, absolutely. <gasps> and I thought that was the scariest scene about. in film history when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it reminded me of that. So I'm gonna give it an honorary kill of the week to Connie Britton because I was I'm like, oh Connie Britton, you were you were here, you were getting that paycheck. So you know what? Mm-hmm. God bless. God bless. What a, what a moment to end our our little first little mini series on. Um, things I've learned from this franchise. Uh, what would you say? What the things you've learned were? The, what would you say is the biggest strength of this franchise and its biggest weakness? If those are not too too hard to answer. Well, there's something about the inevitability of having to sleep. Yeah. So you will always have to sleep. Mm-hmm. at some point and it's also inescapable yeah so the idea that this this person that kills you in your dreams can get you at any time while you are asleep and you're going to have to sleep eventually like biologically you will eventually fall yeah well you know like uh with with jason it's like don't go to camp crystal lake <laughs> that one's well, easy don't go to yeah. camp crystal lake and like you're probably fine right and you'll 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 be fine don't go to manhattan um, or camp crystal lake or space or and you're like good or, or space hell. hell space manhattan <laughs> camp crystal lake which is in new jersey so if you see in the south you're fine um i can say i know we've talked about doing uh friday the 13th and i truly yes. can't wait to dive into that craziness because the fact there's a movie called jason takes manhattan like i can't wait to watch that i i, I we should do it for the summertime because there's summertime <laughs> movies um <laughs> But okay, so with Jason, don't go to Camp Crystal Lake, Manhattan, hell, or space. With with Halloween, uh, don't live in Haddonfield. Don't live in Haddonfield. Or if someone says, Hi, I'm Laurie Strode, be like, I got juice out. Yeah. Get get out. Like, don't be related to Laurie Strode. Don't get married to any of her children. Yeah, like, yeah. Peace out. You're fine. But like, there's something like ever present about i know that they they centralize him in springwood ohio um 
but like he can be anywhere and right. he can get anyone. Yeah. And I do kind of uh, wish we had watched Freddy versus Jason because I'm having flashes of that movie. I know more. I wanted to I wanted to save it until we did Friday Thirteen so it can feel more like now we've reached like the true intersection because I don't know. I know more. I definitely know more of Friday the Thirteenth than I knew of this franchise because I I know for a fact I've at least seen about like three of the Jason movies. Right, right, right. Because those were always on like AMC around mm-hmm. Halloween, and I would just like watch them late at night. Um, so actually, I don't think I've even seen like the non-TV edited versions of some of them because I've only seen them on like AMC. So That's it'll so be exciting. it'll be a. I've seen the first one, um, yeah. first just like legit ton of times uh but yeah that'll be interesting to see how also i want to see like how did these two buddies get into the shenanigans together like how'd that happen how did that happen so i'm excited to see uh that um what would you say is its biggest weakness that you saw come up in this franchise well i think the weakness is also a strength is that (laughs) it does take place in a dream type of reality Mm mm-hmm which means that anything can happen, <laughs> yeah. which also means that anything can happen. Yeah. Um, and I love the B movie of it all. Sure. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, one of the big weaknesses of this movie is that you care about Freddy Krueger more than you care about <laughs> anybody else in the movie. Um, this one. Oh, and any of them. Okay. Oh, like, I, I, I see. You yeah, love yeah, Robert yeah. England. And that's right. Cause he's so much movie. fun. He's so much fun. You don't care about Tuesday night. You don't care about Heather Leggenkamp or whatever. I don't care about Thursday night. I don't care about Thursday night. Uh, yeah, because he's so much fun. Like they're so campy so that you are like, oh, it's Freddy. Like so I at mean, the end of the day, you kind of end up sympathizing with the child murderer and you want to see great. more of him. Not great. Not great. But also, but also the original ones don't take themselves, I feel like, ever that seriously. No, so, like I don't feel bad about being like, oh, that's fun, you know, because like the movie has like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like especially the '80s era ones, especially because right. the, the '80s. We talked about how in the '80s era ones, some of them almost just felt like horror themed video games than like a horror movie. It didn't feel like you actually were supposed to even be scared. It was, like it was almost like made for like, oh, this could be for anyone from age like, oh, like 12 to like, you know, 35. Like it was such a like yeah. broad net it was throwing out there. Um, and it was definitely targeted. Like they realized kids are watching horror movies whether parents like it or not. Mm-hmm. So we are going to kind of like cater the kids a little bit, which I know was actually a big thing with the MPAA where they're like, now listen here, bitch. Don't make us make PG-13 movies. <laughs> like they were like, you know, I, I, I'm convinced it was the horror genre during the 80s that caused so much shenanigans. Because actually it's weird. If you go to the early 80s, you'll find these movies that are rated PG that if they were movies now would almost be R, but they're rated PG. Right. <laughs> it's, like it's... Jaws is rated G or PG? <laughs> PG, and PG. I'm like, uh, with like movies with like lots of cursing and like shit, I'd be like, oh, well, I was a PG. I was saying, oh, okay, I guess this was fine. Like, wow, Tootsie is PG. Like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, it was wild. Um, Tootsie, Nightmare on Elm Street, same movie. Same movie. Uh, <laughs> God, imagine like Dorothy Michaels as like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I mean, my name is Dorothy Michaels. I'm here to slice up your body. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, yeah, like. I think for me, like I think the biggest strength of the franchise are when they're good, 
the dream sequences because it's a way to bring like uh like fantasy element into horror in a way that's usually really satisfying if it's done well Mm -hmm. because to me i like horror movie i even though realistic horror movies do scare me probably more but i actually enjoy horror movies that just give in to the fantastical a little bit because i'm like if you're watching a horror movie might as well do something fun with it like i don't need to right i i'm such an anxious mess i don't need to think about some random person being in my apartment that i can't see that kills like you know i mean like i don't need that it scares me but i don't need that (laughs) all the strangers why are you doing this can't see we're home i'm like well that's the worst line of dialogue ever thank you i love the strangers thank you oh it's great Oh. oh again great but also fuck that movie um so that's the thing is the strongest thing the dream sequences the worst the biggest weakness i saw in the franchise is just when like their their story work got clunky in a way where like i feel like every movie that had clunky shit even just us talking about it for like 45 minutes we fixed like holes that were in it you know <laughs> we like, fixed it yeah yeah you know, like, like oh they could have done this they could, like i remember um uh, uh the oh, fuck i get them all fucking confused oh the final the final nightmare uh-huh but, yeah yeah like we were like oh it would have been a much more interesting movie if it was like weird people caught in a alternate universe then you like find out it's a freddy krueger movie like you know let us really wait for it and see how it all clicks together like you know there's really cool stuff that could have been done but i yeah. think the move the franchise was best when it had good decent scares and for a while even when Wes Craven had like deuced out it at least felt like it had a a watchable at least blend of horror and comedy like it at least kept a place like this is funny I'm laughing at it but it also scares me once in a while and then it later it just got a little too like oh people like it when freddy krueger has one-liners that's like well i mean we do but when yes, they but... work like <laughs> you can't just have them throwing out stuff left and right it's like it's time for prime time bitch you know but i also love it's time for prime time bitch like you know like right. i live for it's time prime time for a prime time bitch um and then this the biggest flaw like we've said is it takes all the fun out of it mm-hmm. it decides it's gonna be well first of all Again, gross. It decides it's going to be both hyper-realistic, but also then end things with a nice comic flourish. Yeah. That only happens after we fully know the atrocities that he has committed against all these children. And they're like, now he's funny. And I'm like, no. No. He's not. Like, the only thing I gave this movie for like a second was like, oh, they're making him just full-on dark and, and like creepy as It fun. might have been interesting if it had been reversed. Like he was really funny up until you knew everything, and then oh. he was menacing. <gasps> Ooh, Devin, what a what a bait and switch! I love ah! that. See, we fixed it. We, we fixed, fixed it. it. We fixed it. Yeah, yeah. So, oh gosh. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, one being the least scary, ten being the most scary. Where do you rank this? Okay, this is a one point five, if mm-hmm. only for the subject matter. Oh my god! I mean, there were parts where I was terrified. There, I, I mean, I was like, comfortable. Oh, the, that, that. She, the visual, it's a visual medium. Uh, she's tensing up Get her here. body. Um, and I, because I was just like, oh my God. Like, the entire scene where he's like, um, when she's like, fuck you, he's like, sounds fun. I was like, ah, no. 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 Oh, actually, no. Oh, just for a quick whatever. When they put Rooney Mara in her childhood dress 
And I did not, that entire thing, I was like, this is so uncomfortable. I almost stopped. I don't want to say I stopped the movie because I knew I had to watch it, but I was like, I think I was about to like fast forward through like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to watch this. I don't, who, who does? Who does? All that being said, I guess I would give it, yeah, like, around, like I guess around like a one. I'm not going to give it a two. I'm not even going to give it the honor you don't of a deserve two. A two. So maybe a 1.75 because I was just, ugh, ugh, super God. cringe. Um, yeah. Well, this has been uh, now. If you're like, oh no, we're done. I that wasn't so long. We're gonna be back with more. We have other ideas of things in the future. Yeah, so don't I worry will about. Definitely, definitely be back. It's just a matter of what's what's gonna be next. What's gonna be next? Um, but this is this was fun. Yes, it was fun. Despite this movie, it was Despite fun. It was a good movie. time. Because that's what that's honestly the thing I was most looking forward to with doing things like this is that taking franchises that are like famous franchises mm-hmm. that I one day wake up and go, oh, I don't actually know that franchise. Like I yeah, actually I know that. Wa- yeah, like I mean, like you talk about Scream, I could give you a dissertation on the Scream franchise, but right. like this, I'm like, wow, that is like one of the most famous horror franchises in horror, but right. I have zero recollection. So. <laughs> and, and we will be back well before we say goodbye we touch, let's let listeners know where they can support you on social media i have an instagram which is at devon ray and also at camel weasel whale which is also my etsy and threadless and i'll say the word also again i have a youtube <laughs> show good luck with sam and dev which comes when does out it come every on? thursday every it comes thursday? on thursdays oh, oh every thursday okay good and what's the show called again good luck with sam and dev Oh, every Thursday? That sounds Every fun. Thursday. That's great. Well, this has been a blast. We'll, we'll be back soon. So yeah, I'll be back soon. Yeah, it's not goodbye. It's see you later. Yeah. Um, and I will see all of you next week for another Film Fridays. Pleasant dreams, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs>